Carroll bringing it forward. Thompson's making the run. Carroll hangs on to it though. Still David Carroll. Could go all the way here. Oh, what a goal! Hello, I'm Phil Catchpole and welcome to another episode of Ringing the Blues. On this week's show, we have all the action and reaction from the games against Morecambe and Shrewsbury. Plus, we hear from Joe Jacobson, Curtis Thompson and Brandon Hanlon. But first, let's head to Mexico for the results with Uri. Ringing the blues from the city of Cuernavaca in Mexico. My name is Uri, and here are the results for League One: AFC Wimbledon one, Burton Albion one, Accrington Stanley two, Ipswich Town one, Bolton Wanderers two, Shrewsbury Town one, Cheltenham Town nil, Rotherham United two, Crew Alexandra two. Cambridge United 2, Doncaster Rovers 2, MK Dons 1, Fleetwood Town 1, Charlton Athletic 2, Gillingham Neal, Wigan Athletic 2, Lincoln City 2, Plymouth Argyle 2, Portsmouth 4, Sunderland Neal, Sheffield Wednesday 1, Oxford United 2, Wycombe Wanderers 4, Morecambe 3. What a game, what a crazy game, full of turnovers, upside downs. We were losing, we were winning, but we won at the end. So, Cherboy Spanish this week is Wycombe doing their thing. They are fantastic bastards. So, two words, thing, cosa, thing, cosa. Bastards, bastardos. So, Wicomba haciendo lo suyo, Wicomba haciendo su cosa. Son fantásticos bastardos. Well, Cherboy Spanish this week. Until next time, and back to Ingerland with my amigo Phil Catchball. Adiós. A soaking wet Adams Park provided the stage for a magnificent game against Morecambe. Here's what happened. Headed clear from Sapazoli, Stockdale to come for it, and it's in! It's a very soft opener from Morecambe, the free kick was drilled in, Stockdale came, Tapazoli headed clear, and the ball's been rolled into the bottom corner from 24 yards, Stockdale well out of position, opening goal at Adams Park, and it's Wickham Wanderers nil, Morecambe won. Stockton, left wing for Morecambe. Holds the ball up well and into the box and Thompson doesn't get there. Phillips does and Morecambe have doubled their lead. Adam Phillips turns it home from a wonderful cross from Cole Stockton. And Morecambe have silenced the Wickham fans here at Adams Park in the rain. It's Wickham Wanderers nil and Morecambe 2. 
Horgan centrally plays. Does he go for goal? He does! And it's there! Daryl Horgan skids off the wet surface and Leatherwood got a glove to it, but he couldn't stop it from going in. We said they need to get back in this early door, second half, and they have done. Daryl Horgan, first of the season. Wickham one, Morecambe two. Stewart crosses it in, looking for Sam Vokes. Yes! Sam Vokes with the header. 2-2 for Wickham Wanderers. They've turned it round in a matter of minutes. They signed Vokes to score headers from out wide positions. And that's what he's done today. That one was unstoppable. It's Wickham 2, Morecambe 2. Jacobson whips it into the back post. Yes! Joe Jacobson. I'm not sure if anyone's got a touch. But Joe Jacobson, I think he's going to claim it. And Wickham have come from two down to lead at Adams Park in the rain. 3-2. Joe Jacobson, the Olympic master of corners. Morecambe come again, though, and they've equalised. Fantastic strike. And it's Jonah Iunga, the substitute, who's only been on the field for a matter of seconds himself. A deflected shot goes into the top corner. And it's Wickham 3, Morecambe 3. Mametti looks for Vokes, Curtis Thompson, goal! Has he won it at the death for Wickham? The terrace is going wild, the bench is going wild, and Curtis Thompson, like a man possessed, slides in the wet to those fans. Well, Wickham 4, Morecambe 3. Gareth, 4-3, I've lost count of the 4-3s about Adams Park, but where does that rate in, the, in those Wickham games? <laughs> People wait five years for these games don't they clubs but we get one or two a season and uh, yeah, that was incredible that was a real I mean you could feel it Phil you know you could feel it you could you know at the, at the terrace end there you could feel the fans were wheeling that ball in and uh, I thought second half we played superbly well I thought first half we weren't ourselves you know there was um, there was touches that weren't right there was you know I'll, I'll, I take it I take with blame it's me and I it wasn't right first off, so I had to take some, I had to take some action at half time. We changed formation. We, uh, you know, we wanted to get Daryl Horgan on the ball a bit more in midfield. Um, I wanted to to stick more firepower up front and Jordan Abita, who's not, you know, he's not a forward, but I wanted to push him up front um, with the view maybe to bring Brandon on for him at some stage, and and that works a treat as well. You know, Jordan did a fantastic job, and Brandon probably a natural forward then picks up some pockets that the, the centre-half's not used to in that game, you know. So, things work sometimes and, and sometimes they don't. Um, it worked today and I'm really, really, really pleased for the boys because they're a great bunch, you know, and, and the little touches that don't go right or the little mistakes, the little decisions that you make, you know, at times that, that end up goals against the things you sometimes get punished for. And we were punished at our time, but at the end of the game, the boys more than made up for it and you know what it's they've done it for each other today and there because they knew that i was disappointed with them there was no screaming and shouting you know i spoke to andrew howard before the game i think my days of that have gone you know that's somebody who loses emotional control and and uh and, and he's, he's struggling to find a solution so at half time I'm, I'm i'm quietly thinking i'm ch changing formation i'm trying to i'm trying to get messages into the boys that i think will help them but i told them that you've got to get your touches right you've got to get your little your little basics right before anything and uh, and they did second half and they deserved the win um, but I was filled for the Morecambe fans and the Morecambe players because they put up a great fight today and uh, they're a good side and we scored a lot of goals and I'm sure they'll beat some teams but um, really pleased to get three points uh, Kurt you don't score many but when you do they're worth waiting for 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I've saved that one for quite a while now. So yeah, it was good to finally get back on the t um, score sheet. Oh, describe that moment when the ball fell to you just on the edge of the area, injury time, everything had gone before. How do you stay calm and know what to do in that position? Um, I've been practicing quite a bit in training recently, to be honest, um, striking them from the edge and, you know, they've been going in. So in that moment, I was just thinking, finally, <laughs> here it is that stick this one in and yeah, flew in. And as a game, that had pretty much everything. The first half, Wickham, by, by the home standards this season, were very, very poor. Second half, it was unrecognisable from that first half performance. What was said at half-time? Um, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a poor start from us all, I think. Um, we knew they was going to come at us and we, we, we knew that we had to be on it. But um, half-time, Gaffer had a little, little go at us, um, which was expected because we knew that um, we, we, we've got better standards than that. So yeah, half-time we knew, we, we believed that we'd come out and we'd get a, get a result come 90 minutes. So yeah, it was, just, it was just a case of believing and just knowing that we have to put things right and I think that's what we did. Well, you put things right, got back to 2-2, two, two, then 3-2, two, two, but then Morecambe to equalise. That must have been like a real real kick in the gut as well. Yeah, and, um, I think that's happened quite a lot here. You know, like, we love to leave it till the last last minute to get the winner. So, yeah, when we went to 3-3, three, three, the belief's still there. You know, you can see it um, all around the pitch. The boys still believe. Just know that we've got to keep going and, and it will come. And that's what happened. I don't think there are any neutrals here, but a 3-3, both teams, you could tell, wanted the three points, which is unusual. Yeah, definitely. Um, you've got to give credit to Morecambe. You know, they came here, they put up a good fight, they started well. But I think um, we've got that little bit more quality in our team. And yeah, we know we can score goals. It's just, it's just a matter of being on it. And that's a big week for Wickham Wanderers. A win on Tuesday on the road, a win here at Adams Park today as well. And firmly placed in the top six now. Are you on course where you want to be, uh, uh, or the squad, do they, do they feel you're on course now for where you want to be this season? Yeah, definitely. We're just taking um, one game at a time, you know. It's always good to get your your, your, your three points at home and we'll, any any result on, on the road is, is a good one. So yeah, that's what we'll be looking to do. Every, every away game, let's try and get as many points as we can and win our home games. Uh, Gareth and the Higgs have talked about returning to the Championship as soon as possible. As a dressing room after last season, so close, is that really driving you on? Uh, yeah, definitely. We all want to play in the Championship again, but like I say, we're just taking one game at a, at a time and just see what happens. Well, it would have been a long drive home in the rain for the Morocombe fans after that game. Here's what I had to say after the final whistle. Mark Lewis. What a start from the shrimps. Just not a happy ending. Great entertainment, though. Unless you have a weak ticker. Angler one. How can they be the same teams that played the first half? First half, we were excellent. Great both defensively and in attack. Second half, pants. In the first half, Wickham never looked like scoring. Second half, we conceded four. Something's badly wrong. Gareth Smith. <laughs> well, that were a game of two halves. I think we deserved a point. We were excellent in the first half, kept Wickham at bay and could have been four up. Second half, they went more direct to books 
and we couldn't cope with him. Shame they didn't keep trying to play football because we had the beating of them when they did. Red Robbo. I could be wrong, but I suspect that with the amount of scouting Wickham did regarding the possibility of signing Sam Lavelle, they knew our weaknesses and made the most of it. The Doc. Wickham's 100% record at Adams Park this season was retrieved from the dustbin of history right at the end of the game. Did they deserve it? Who can say? Morecambe were undone by poor defending against route one balls from the back far too often. Better discipline might have yielded at least a point against a wanderer's side with a simple plan. Get the ball up to Sam Bokes and leave the rest up to him. Today it worked, eventually, and in truth, perhaps a little fortuitously. Stuart Ray. Sickening result, that. The game was a roller coaster of emotions, but ultimately our inability to defend set pieces has cost us dearly again. Looked like we cracked this League One lot when two up at half time, but Wickham came roaring back. And we'll level in no time at all. Greg Eastwood. I'm over the moon. We're not in a relegation spot, if I'm honest. We only lost by a last-minute winner to an ex-championship team. Not bad for an ex-non-league team. Paul Peacock. Well, you can't say we ain't good for money. 11 league games played and 38 goals scored in those games. Shane Jackson. Gutted to lose like that, but at least we go out showing no fear. Up the shrimps. Michael North. We couldn't defend a bag of chips from a seagull at the moment. But on a positive note, that's three more goals against another big club. We'll be just fine this season. The win against the Shrimps capped off a good week for Wickham after their midweek trip to Shrewsbury. Here's what happened. Drops to Jacobson into the area, left foot is shot. Goal! Joe Jacobson against his former club, his first of the season. This game needed a bit of quality and Joe Jacobson, the Wickham skipper, has provided it. A bullet from the edge of the area. It's Shrewsbury Town nil, Wickham Wanderers one. Silence to our left, pandemonium to our right. Free kick to be whipped in by Kai Kai into the back post. It's up and in. Ryan Tafazzoli has doubled Wickham's advantage. He was offside on Saturday. He's onside now, no doubt about this one. Kai Kai with the assist. Tafazzoli with the bullet header on his birthday. Shrewsbury Town nil. Wickham Wanderers two. Ball whipped into the near post. It's up and in. Shrewsbury are back in this. It was a great corner and it's met brilliantly at the near post and flicked in at the far post by Pennington. Game on here at the New Meadows, Shrewsbury Town 1, Wickham Wanderers 2. Gareth, uh, a win on the road, he must be delighted with that performance tonight. Absolutely delighted, Phil. Um, we knew it was going to be tough here, you know, don't don't look at Shrewsbury's league position and think that they are one of the, the, the lower teams in this league, because they're not at all, you know, Steve Cottrell's a good manager, he's got his team really organised well, and um, we knew it would be tough, they, they, they pose a real big physical challenge. Uh, <coughs> We usually do that to teams, but they really do, you know, at the back there. And uh, 
and going up front and, and obviously they've got power on the bench as well with, with Cosgrove if they wanted to put him on blocks and we came on obviously big lads so we knew that it would be tough um, but we also knew that the team that produced those moments of magic would be the victors and uh, and I think at half time I, I demanded a little bit more of uh, of the play Richard Dobson's been doing some fantastic sessions around the edge of the box uh, and he had his say and said look can we be confident be be inventive and uh, and when that ball got zipped into Silly Kai Kai and he turned and he, he hung it up to the back stick you know it caused a bit of chaos and then it come out JJ what a strike um, and that that was that was well worth it and then and then getting the free kick you know Brandon great bit of skill you know Stad stepping uh, the, the defender gets the free kick and what a ball from Silly Kai Kai again you know so um, those moments are really important on a game in a game like tonight it's a uh, winter seems to have set in it's cold I got my jacket on for the first time the wind and the rain were there and you know after the runner games we've had I think uh, you've got to give credit to the boys some of them were tired there at the end and uh, and we saw the game out fantastically well really well great goal from Shrewsbury you know can't take that away from them good corner um, but on about 83 minutes we had a little passage of play which just took the sting out of the game and, and we seemed to settle because we were panicking for 10-15 minutes you know and teams are going to have their spell against us but Really proud of the way we saw the game out and uh, great great three points on the road because this team, Shrewsbury Town, will beat and take points here off some of the big teams in this league, no doubt. You rotated two of the three uh, forward players coming into this game. What was the reasoning behind that? Um, because I've got such a strong squad. Um, you know, I, I wish I could play five number 10s. I've got Anis Mamete back as well now and, and that's it's just... Uh, the nature of of the squad and it's a squad game nowadays you can't get away from you know you know back in the day and and um, and, and god bless him um obviously hunt one of the 66 heroes has, has passed away today he played every single game in the world cup and, and probably every single game in his uh in his liverpool days when they won the fa cup those days have gone now you have to this modern game uh so quick is so um you know, it, it demands so much on, on the body that you need to rotate. And so having Silicon Kai, Brandon Hanlon, you know, I mean, it, it's great. It, it really is that um, that we can, we can rotate and not weaken. Um, like I say, Anis in the background, Dominic Gabe didn't make the trip because I think he's, uh, his baby's imminent. And, uh, and so, real strong squad, really proud of the boys. And uh, like I say, good three points away from home. Rotated the strikers, but it, it was a night for defenders, wasn't it, to score the goals? Joe Jacobson against his former club, off on the way. Uh, a special shout out for his skipper tonight because defensively solid, but a great goal as well. Yeah, and, and JJ's, he, you know, how many goals does he score from set pieces, penalties, free kicks? He's at an absolute worldie from the edge of the box against his former club. I think they, uh, they, they're always nice when that happens. Um, but the legs on, on some of the boys were, were fantastic. They really ran themselves into the ground. And believe me, Shrewsbury put some put some balls down our throats tonight. Um, but we had those moments of quality in front of our fans. Um, really proud to take the three points. And Ryan Sapazzoli on his birthday. That's not a bad way to open your account for the season. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Ryan and, uh, and Anthony were, were yeah, both gutted about Saturday and, and the sending off. and. and you know the, the the players getting in behind us, and, and that was it's all learning. Um, and Ryan's got a big smile on his face, and rightly so. Not just because it's his birthday, but he had a fantastic game and uh, and scored a 
you know, great header in. and he's going to do that in the middle of the box. You know, we did it at MK Dons, unfortunately offside, but um, he's always going to be a weapon. Um, and Anthony, really pleased we got the red card rescinded because, again, he's had a, he's had a cracking game and, you know, a fit Anthony Stewart is a, is a very good player for Wickham Wanderers. And looking ahead to Saturday, Morecambe up from League Two, uh, made a really good start in League One, uh, a step that you know all too well from the two divisions. Uh, what are you expecting against Morecambe on Saturday? Oh, wow, they score a lot of goals, you know, they do. They've got Cole Stockton up front, who's a big, big player, and uh, and, and they've lost a couple. They lost Sam Lavelle, who we, we were obviously rumoured to be interested in, who's a good player, and, and um, I think the squads are going to start getting stretched now, and you're going to start seeing the depth in squads needed. Um, we'll be able to rotate again if need be. You know, McCleary, Hogan didn't play today, and like I say, Mamete and, and, and the like, uh, Obito came out. So. There's, uh, there's all sorts I can do, which is great, but we'll have a good look at Morecambe, um, probably on the way home, maybe having a, having a, a well-deserved uh, pizza and, uh, and making sure that the boys are all rested, all, 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 you know, all, all get tomorrow off and, uh, and make sure they're all fresh for Saturday. And Morecambe are going to pose a big challenge, you know, you can't underestimate any team in League One, no team at all, we won't do that, but you know what, it's brilliant to be around the top end and, uh, and long, long may that continue. Uh, JJ, um, back against one of your former clubs and players tend to score against their former clubs, but that was a special goal tonight. Yeah, it was nice. Um, tough game, really tough game, and, and we probably didn't hit the heights we've hit in other games this season. Um, we knew it was going to be tough. Gaffer spoke before the game and said these are the kind of places you need to come to if you want to kind of do something in the league. And um, you know, at half time we said it's just going to be one or two little bits of quality that are going to kind of decide this game from either team. and. Um, I think first half we didn't really do enough on the ball. I think we, we were sloppy at times and um, I think second half then we had good spells where we, we got it down, got into some good areas, scored a couple of goals and, and again at the minute like we've done we've, we've kind of made it difficult for ourselves later on but I think we, we stayed strong and yeah we rode our luck a little bit at the times but um, good victory, take it home and, and on to home performance on Saturday hopefully. Most people will see Jacobson down as a score, they'll just assume it was from a corner or from a <laughs> penalty but from open play you don't get many do you? No, no I'd like to get more um, it's just one of those things I, I, I popped up, I've, yeah I don't really know what I was doing there um, yeah it just, it's just one of those things that sometimes that you just follow the ball and, and end up being in a position fell to me nicely and yeah, I managed to, to, to take it. Dobby will tell you that when we're doing shooting practices, I'm always the first one to ask to be involved. And he's like, no, this is just for the attackers. So, um, yeah, I'm thankful that it, it went in and, and set us up nicely for, for the rest of the game. So it was a nice one for me. Bit of a debate online how many goals you have scored from open play for Wickham. We think it's three, but two of those have definitely been against Shrewsbury. Yeah, weirdly, weirdly. Jay said that to me as we were coming off. He was like, it was your last one against them as well. Um, and it's not, you know, it's unfortunate. I've, I had three amazing years here. I loved it. I loved living in the area. I loved playing for the club and had some really good times. And just one of those things that happened that I've scored against them a couple of times now. Um, so, yeah, when the, like, like I said, I'll take it. I'm, I'm, I'm Wickham and, and, you know, it was a big victory for us tonight. And was it another milestone, this goal for you in your career? I think it's the 50th, yeah. Um, it's amazing what a couple of penalties can do for you <laughs> over the years. Uh, but yeah, one of those things again, which is a nice little milestone. Um, yeah, it's been however many, 14, 15, 16 years, whatever it is. So um, all these little goals, they all add up. And yeah, nice one, nice little milestone tonight. And your dad's been in touch as well. He's not shy on social media. He says you only score when he's on holiday. So uh, what's your message to him? Cancel the flight. Stay out there for as long as possible. We don't need you back here. Go and enjoy yourself. Keep 
making yourself look like a handbag or whatever he's doing out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, enjoy it, enjoy it. I'm sure I'll get a few FaceTimes tomorrow from him as he's laying on the beach. But um, yeah, it's nice that he's he's still looking out for Wickham when he's there. It's been some tough games on the road for Wickham recently. Uh, it must be nice to get on the bus now with the three points. Yeah, and I've, I've read somewhere about our record away on Tuesday nights when we stayed overnight. And, and look, the club do a lot for us of of how we prepare and stuff and we, we've come up yesterday we, we did things right and um, they're looking into a hell of a lot of different things about you know reasons for this about sleep patterns and, and stuff like that so um, they're really trying to um, you know change that record that we had you know tonight um, showed that you know we can we can win away but also our home form is where we've really shone this season and I think out of the nine games we played we've only played three at home and, and won them all so we're, we're desperate to get back to Adams Park you know, we want to make it a fortress this season. We started off really well there, and if we can carry on picking up wins, then, then I'm sure we're going to have a successful season. And last question for me. Left-back's been your position for most of your career. Left-centre-back of a three is, is where you're at at the moment. Uh, you, you liking that new position? Yeah, I started off as a winger all those years ago, so I don't know how far back I can go from here. <laughs> but no, I love I, I really enjoy it. Um, I think it suits me down to the ground a little bit. You know, I know the gaffer kind of likes, you know, Fullback, fullback kind of players in, in those wide ones, or if it's a little bit lopsided and things like that. So, so it suits me down to the ground, and um, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it since we we went there March, April time last year. Um, I've, yeah, I think I've, I've played some of my best stuff in the last few years there. So um, yeah, as long as I'm in the team, I'm happy playing anywhere. But I, I do really like it there. Yeah, it's been a while since you scored from a corner as well. When's that coming? Well, last season I wasn't allowed to by the officials. So this season. I don't know, the way Sully puts them in, you can take them all from now on and, and um, put them on a plate for Taft. But yeah, look, like I said, I, I try sometimes, the boys have a go at me for shooting a bit too much from corners. But if, if Dobbo, who, who sorts the set piece out, allows me to do it, I'm right there. So it was a home defeat for the Shrewsbury fans to watch, but at least they got to see Wickham Wanderers do what they do best. Here's the thoughts of the home fans after the game. Stafford Shrew. I hope Joe Jacobson retires soon. I'm fed up with being reminded of the folly of releasing him. Valerie Ock. Wouldn't have thought that was 6 versus 21st watching it, but quality or lack of it in both boxes has cost us again tonight. Worst thing you can do is go behind to Wickham. Master houses and a real bogey team for us horse 0-1 what a house of a team Wickham are no build-up play whatsoever literally hoofed the ball up front on every occasion however it was effective as their number nine called Sam could teach our number nine called Sam how to play and the time wasting Housery they displayed shows how they intend to bounce back to the championship. Socrates, 1974. One of the most baffling tweaked laws of the game is to allow the goalkeeper to take a goal kick from wherever he wants. As the Wickham keeper demonstrated tonight, it encourages time wasting to an unprecedented level. He took the Big time. Murray. Not a lot of people know this, but Wickham Wanderers is an anagram of absolute shithouses. Salop cast. <laughs> 
Exactly what you'd expect before kickoff. Salop disjointed, Wickham doing their thing. They are fantastic bastards. New signing Brandon Hanlon got his first goal as a chairboy at the Etihad against Manchester City. I caught up with the striker after the League Cup game. Brandon, first goal for a club is not a bad stage to do it here at the Etihad and in front of nearly 3,000 travelling Wickham fans. Describe that moment how you felt when the ball hit the back of the net. Oh, it was hard to explain the moment. I mean, obviously it's gone in. I just looked up and I saw all the fans screaming, so I obviously ran over to them. Just soaked in the moment for a second. But it all happened so fast and then obviously the end of the game they turned it on and then, you know, what happened then. As a striker, when you join a new club, how important is it to get that first goal as, as quickly as possible? Yeah, it's so important because obviously you want to start, you want to start firing as soon as possible. Do you know what I mean? And especially as a striker, you you come to a club to score goals, and that's what I've come here to try and do. So I'm happy to get a goal tonight, and hopefully it's not the last. I think it was six and a half minutes that Wickham were in the lead. Was there any point where the thought was creeping into your mind? Could this be one of the biggest upsets in the club's history? Um, it's from six minutes. I mean, it's very hard to say when you're playing at the you had against a team like Manchester City. It's kind of just a thing where you take it step by step on the pitch, like minute by minute, and then before you know it, obviously they've equalised. But it was definitely good to score and, and take the lead. You know what I mean? It was, it was a great moment. And going back to the league now, MK Dons, a huge game for Wickham Wanderers in the league, a local game as well, a three counties derby. Um, is this going to impact tonight, the effort, the travel, the chasing the ball so much tonight? Is that going to impact on the game on Saturday? I don't think it will impact on the game. I think we've got um, quite a good squad to, um, from what I've seen and been involved in. So I feel like we'll go to MK and we'll go, we're going there to get three points. We're not going there for anything less. So I don't think tonight has affected anything. And a few weeks now into your Wickham career, got that first goal now, and it's all about kicking on now in the league and, and getting to a target. Have you got a target as a striker? I wouldn't say I've got a target. I'm here to score goals, you know what I mean? Obviously, as many goals as I possibly can, but um, if I score one, I'm not going to stop there, do you know what I mean? I'm going to keep on going and score as many goals as I can. And Wickham uh, top six, is it achievable? Yeah, definitely. I think, obviously, speaking to the gaffer as well, the, the aim is to get back into the championship. So top six is definitely definitely achievable. Right, that's your lot for this week. Thanks to JJ, Curtis Thompson and Brandon Hanlon. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, come on you blues. <laughs>